0: Hello. Hello. Hi. Yep. What's up? What's <laughs> <awkward, so>. up, <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. Mm. Yay! <laughs> Woo. Woo! As always, I am well. I am the
1: social media coordinator. I am Devlin. I'm also a social media coordinator. I'm Chris. I'm a merchandising coordinator.
2: I'm Olivia. I'm the token female, because Quinn's not here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding.
1: As you can tell, we are missing Quinn. Sad face. She's on vacation. We don't don't feel so sad about it. Yeah, Yeah, after our last episode, she kind of needed a break from me and... My murder spree. It got fun. real weird. <laughs> I somebody who was sitting right next to you.
2: She's <laughs> going to have a lot of shows that she can talk about next time when she gets back.
0: She sure. will. She sure. will. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that's all she's doing <laughs> right this minute. <laughs> I'm
1: glued
0: to the screen. Yeah, but since Quinn isn't here, there's no rules. <laughs> we're going to do
2: whatever we want. Yay. Yeah.
0: So we're going to talk about. A bunch of weird stuff.
2: Listen to our brains progressively melt as this goes on. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: It'll be interesting for sure.
0: But before we get all to that weird stuff, we should probably go ahead and talk about some of the news Some of the news that's been going on. You've been our local reporter, Chris. You could start. Um,
3: all right. I guess that year or two of that uh, journalism class finally paid off or something. It's the voice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, one of the big things, we, we got a lot of big stuff going on this week, uh, Couple of shows getting some new OVAs. First up, Laid Back Camp is coming back with an OVA. So you can uh, kick back and watch your favorite girls just rough it in the outdoors.
0: <laughs> it's not that kind of show. They're pretty pretty laid back. I know, but roughing it is a common phrase for camping. Okay. I'm just imagining them like they're getting there, they setting up camp. fighting off bears? There's, like, bears and, like, a big rainstorm. I mean, that sounds awesome.
2: It's just the training sequence from Full Metal Alchemist when Ned and Al are kids and they're just dropped on an island like, go! Don't die!
3: Now I'm just imagining this as a video game I really want to play. Like, just adorable anime girls, like, in Valheim or something like that. Just building their own, like, tents and cabins and fighting off monsters.
2: You could pitch this to somebody. I
3: know. (laughs) It sounds great. Okay. Make them all VTubers and... Get the licensing money there. There
1: we go. I am slightly interested now in laid-back Camp. It sounds like a good shounen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, it's not got... quite like that. It's more of a slice of life. Oh, okay. Sorry. I could probably watch it then. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, also, getting an OVA, uh, something we uh, covered a while back, given is getting an OVA. Yay!
0: Yay!
1: Yes. I miss my boys. <laughs> of oh, the boys.
2: <laughs> I think it's. They, they didn't call it an OVA in the article I read. It was, like, oh, OAD or whatever. Basically, like, a straight-to-DVD kind of
1: thing. Yeah.
3: yeah. Or maybe, like, straight-to-internet. I've seen some of those two ONAs. Yeah. I, mean,
0: I, I know it's supposed to be bundled with the newest Japanese uh, volume. Yeah, volume 7, yeah. if
2: I remember right. So maybe that'll come here eventually, hopefully, please.
1: <laughs> and, uh, I think I remember reading, isn't it, just pretty much what happened in the given movie, but from different perspective yeah or?
2: it's what happened it's what's uh, going on with like uh Mafuyu and uh, yonoma during the movie because we don't see them a lot during the movie i think no gets like two seconds of screen time and then he's just kind of pushed off into the corner so i'm excited to see uh what they were doing because i talked about it in the podcast like i was really invested in their relationship and then when the movie came they were just sidelined <laughs> Not my paper. <laughs>
1: see, I didn't mind that, but I am interested to see, like, what they were up to. I mean, they could have... They, they'd have to be doing more than just eating burgers.
0: Mafia <laughs> just... never left there. Then, <laughs> that's
2: definitely not a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Uh, I guess I, I don't know what Volume 6 is like, since it hasn't come out yet in the States, but I'm wondering if this is, like, original content, because for the most part... the series and the movie have been pretty faithful to the manga, so I'm I'm excited to see what's going on.
3: Attack on (laughs) Titan. Everybody loves it, and it is uh, making some more news because they uh, release literally the biggest comic book in the world. Uh, And this is kind of a goof they felt like doing. This book is over a meter tall, weighs 30 pounds, and is running for about over $1,500 US. Um and they've earned a world record for it. Guinness has given them a record for the world's biggest comic book. Um, they, they like to make things big in that show and it, apparently it comes to print as well.
2: So if they already have the Colossal editions, which are like, you know, they're bigger omnibus formats, <laughs> what would they call this? Like, what's bigger than the Colossal Titan, I guess? <laughs> I'm not familiar with Attack on Titan, really. So. Uh, <laughs> the Colossalist uh, Titan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the colossal Lai Titan Titans.
2: The, the big boy Titan.
1: Colossalist. <laughs> the big, big, big boy Colossal Titan. <laughs> yeah,
2: I remember uh, seeing this like when they first um, released it, and I think it sold out really quickly. It's like $1,000 or something ridiculously yeah. expensive. But... Um, it's it's cool to see like they actually did it and like they basically had the record like no one was really arguing it but officially like they've been handed the award yeah. like it's official you did it. <laughs>
1: good boys, good boys. <laughs> Make a
2: bigger one.
0: Well <laughs> you did it, Cadance. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. <laughs>
1: mm. Yes.
3: <laughs> um, another big thing. One thing I'm pers- personally excited for: Loop on the third part six. ...is on its way. Yeah. just It's celebrating the 50th anniversary of the series. Uh, it's hard to believe it's been around that long, but it's really cool. Like One of the things I love about Lupin is like it just constantly reinvents itself. Mm-hmm. Coming out over and over again, Like each new version of the show or movie or whatever has a different angle. And so some can be very artistic, some can be very classic... And I'm really excited to see how it gets interpreted this time around.
0: Yeah, I know the trailer, personally, was giving off some spooky vibes. Spooky vibes when the trailer was, like, some interesting cuts. And I know that uh, they were, like, I think I was hearing a description that, like, it's going to be, like, a kind of, like, split into two parts with two different, like, themes or moods. And the first part is going to be mystery. It'll be interesting to see where exactly the story goes.
2: I don't know where to start with this. It feels like a lot. Oh, no, it's
0: really easy. It's like, James, so it's like James Bond, so you could just really pick up any iteration and okay. you'd be fine. Another thing we want to mention, uh, Right Stuff's
3: adult imprint, Critical Mass, has announced a big release that a lot of people have been waiting for. Interspecies Reviewers is finally coming to Blu-ray. Uh, they are doing a steelbook version of it. And because we're adults around here, it's on our site. You can pre-order it now for the low, low price of sixty-nine,
2: sixty-nine. dollars 69
3: Nice!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: I can already tell Quinn is crying wherever she's at on vacation, probably in front of her screen. Her ear is ringing because I bet she is so stoked for this release. Oh.
3: She has been one of the uh, biggest pushers for the series ever since the manga first came out. And I'm sure so. she
2: loves this label attached. Oh, <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yep. I feel I'll, like she
1: might have suggested
3: it. <laughs> I like how we're saying this is the no rules she's not here episode, and then she wants the one that is the most dangerous
1: one on the list. So. <laughs> well, yeah, she, might, a, she might talk about it once when she comes back, though. Podcast Don't is work. just
2: going to be us talking about Quinn in various forms. Like, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Quinn really likes this show. <laughs> we really miss Quinn. We
0: do. We Come. miss Quinn. Right. Come back. We do. We miss you, Quinn, if you're hearing, listening to this. She, she, she's
3: not dead. <laughs> and on one last thing we want to point out we, we just had go live on our site the vinyl for the Netflix anime BNA brand new animal. Um, this one looks really cool. We've got a, a three disc set featuring both the, uh, the opening and closing themes on one disc and then the soundtrack on the other two. It comes in a really nice full-color slipcase. The sleeves of the records are beautiful. It also comes with a poster and a 68-page art book. So if you're a fan of the uh, Studio Trigger Anime, this is gonna be something you wanna check out. Like I said, it, it's on our website now, so check that out, get your order in
1: this just in get something pretty the color scheme that they want with the vinyl is just beautiful i my eyes are very happy yeah. yes it's, it's just visually appealing if even if you haven't seen the show like myself i would honestly buy this just because having that on your shelf it's just it would just be a what is it called one of those I don't Center, centerpiece? Centerpiece, Definitely. thank you. Yeah. It's just a good a, yeah. kind of it's a good conversational. Yes, a good conversational item. You have to get it. You have to.
2: So this is your first pre-order, right? Your, yes. Your, your pre-order
1: number one? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't have a record player, I will get one just <laughs> for this one. That's the beauty about records.
3: Like, I'm old enough to remember when records were still coming out. And man, they're just... Like, I miss having something big that you just put cover art on have on display. Like, I still have some old, like, retro video discs of Star Trek II and Tron up in my apartment just Because they look awesome. And that's one of the things I miss. I'm, I'm just being a random old here. <laughs> All you kids, you're Spotify and your digital media and not ever being able to hold your music that you love.
2: At one point in high school, I tried uh, going to, like, thrift stores and stuff and collecting uh vinyl but very specifically musical theater cast albums
0: oh vinyl. wow because
2: i'm a big theater geek and uh. all i could really find was it was a lot of annie <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> i think i your, got your
3: collection will grow tomorrow
2: <laughs> i think i think i stopped i got like annie and jesus christ superstar and that was about <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's all i need you might
3: have been just <laughs> a few years early but now you can get all the stuff you want nowadays uh, it's It blows my mind that vinyl has sort of overtaken CD as the media of choice now. And so, you hardcore collectors, you can pick that up. Also, we've got a lot of other great vinyls on our site, too. We've got a couple of Evangelion discs. The uh, Cowboy Bebop one has been a hot seller. Promare. we got a lot of awesome vinyls. So, if
1: you're a fan of that, check out our website. Get on that. <laughs> so, what's everyone watching right now? You yeah. know since you know anything
2: good simulcasting or otherwise
1: has the spring simulcast been treating you guys pretty well i've been really bad at keeping up with the simulcast Mm -hmm. stuff
2: i have only really been keeping up with the final season of fruits basket but i've been watching other stuff now and again uh so last season i found skate really late in the game like i found it like three or four episodes before the series was done and got completely obsessed with it.
3: Are you talking about Skate the Infinity?
2: Hell yeah, I am.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I need to watch more of that. I've watched the first episode and it was really cool. It's
2: so dumb in like the best way. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: (laughs) I think at one point I was just describing it to people as like himbos on skateboards. (laughs) (laughs) But I was uh, watching the series and I really liked it and then uh, watched the finale. And was really disappointed. <laughs> and I was. It was like. I, I, I just don't know how to explain it, but like. It felt like. I, I don't want to necessarily like deter you from watching it. Oh, uh-huh. like.
3: Don't dude, expect a solid landing at the end.
2: It almost kind of felt like they knew they couldn't make everybody happy, so they chose to make nobody happy.
1: Like. Uh, two kids.
2: Chi- two siblings are fighting and you break both their toys.
1: Uh huh. But, uh. <laughs> because, oh, I. I I think this this is a great analogy. Dang.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I was trying to like regain my love for the series because maybe there's going to be a season two. I heard online that there's like maybe some manga made. I really don't know. So I started watching the dub and like this is a rare instance where I actually uh, actually kind of like enjoyed the dub and it brings uh, brings like a slightly different take to it. Uh, The people you can tell like the actors are really into their roles and like certain ships like they ship their certain characters together and you can kind of tell <laughs> a little bit what it, but uh <laughs> so pro tip if you're gonna watch it i recommend either i guess trying the whole series watching the whole series going back and watching the dub and stopping an episode early <laughs> <laughs>
3: very specific directions i don't
2: know we, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just tough to explain like and I feel weird being like, thrown on the spot like this because no one else has seen it. <laughs> it's like the, you know, the Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model meltdown. She's like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't give your main antagonist a redemption arc in the last half of an episode.
3: <laughs> nice.
2: Also, like, I mean, aside from the finale, like, that's the only real big complaint I have. Other than the fact that, like, their pants are, like, the most durable denim ever, I guess, because they'll skid, like, three feet on the concrete, and they wake, like, they get up, and they have no ripped jeans. Like, can
3: I have that? If you you have the good, high-quality denim, totally. (laughs) I have,
2: like, tripped up a a curb and, like, fallen down, and completely shredded my pants, and you're telling me he can, like, longer, someone can, like, do a full-on, like, barrel roll down the curb. Down the hill. I'm just,
3: they're, they're importing those Super Levi's.
2: Look, I, I need these in my life. Like, at some point they're, like, skating and, like, they have, like, metal on their gloves yep. or something and they're making sparks. It's like, are, y'all good? How are you not dead?
3: Give me that cotton Kevlar blend. Like, <laughs> my pants live
2: forever. My <laughs> pants are going to be more durable than me.
1: Didn't Rick and Morty have, like, a jeans episode? Like...
2: I think I know what you're talking yeah. about.
1: Yeah, it was like in the finale, I think. like a weird
2: sponsorship thing and like they couldn't yeah. destroy the the denim or whatever. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. Even know. one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. Okay, I'm looking my box time, yeah. I can't
2: even I can't even remember really. I,
1: I, yeah, I can't remember all of it. I just remember denim jeans being the the object that destroyed like this huge weapon that was going to destroy. Well, was it like area. Wrangler or something? Yes, it was <laughs> Wrangler.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell if they actually got paid for that or not. Because they probably didn't... did. There's a lot of
3: weird ad integration with uh, Rick and Morty that yeah. I've seen. Like the Pringles commercials and stuff.
2: Oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah.
3: By the way, if you enjoy that, we also have Rick and Morty <laughs> on our site.
2: You go, Chris. Bring it back to sales. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what
3: I do.
1: Give me money, please. <laughs> please. I'm not you. Well, what I've been keeping up with, uh, no surprise to anyone, is My Hero Academia Season 5. It has been really heating up between Class 1A and Class 1B. We really get to see how much fighting has been going on between the two and just see how all of these, like, kids quirks have just evolved and how they've developed it over the series and it's just so amazing to see them just duke it out, honestly. If you haven't like started My Hero, I don't know what you've been watching, but you need to start it now.
2: I can give you the list of the things I've been watching instead. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you need to start it now. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's been keeping my attention each week. It finally inspired me to read the manga, and now I can't stop putting it down. You no. can't help. stop putting
2: it down? <laughs> I can only not read it. I can't stop putting it down.
1: <laughs> Dang it, double negative. Okay, I can... I, I, I can't stop reading it. There we go. <laughs> it, it's been consuming my life. <laughs> and then I did start Two Year Eternity, and I think I am dead on the inside because <laughs> I didn't cry. So. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: That's, that's what I hear about that show.
0: It's just like, it ruins you emotionally. It was like, I watched the first episode,
1: and it was like, oh, man, here you go. <laughs> yeah, the first episode was really well made, um, but it didn't, like, take any of my tears. I Gosh. think I'm heartless. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you, you couldn't cry for a tale about a boy and his dog? No. Even though I'm a dog person, and... That, that it touches my heart. I could not cry. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know
2: much about the series, but when you say a boy and his dog, I'm like, oh no, I am going to die. I cried over Silver Spoon. I watched that <laughs> over the weekend.
3: <laughs> and I'm just imagining Devlin having his stuff converge and just getting into the John Wick movies.
2: <laughs> R.I.P. Pork Bowl.
0: uh (laughs) I remember Torpo (laughs) (laughs)
2: Rips yeah that's uh, the more recent things that I've been trying to actually marathon marathon because uh, I don't remember when it's going to be taken off but I know that uh, Silver Spoon was being moved from Crunchyroll to the Funimation app and in terms of casting like the Funimation app doesn't work as easily on my TV it's kind of annoying so finish that if you haven't seen Silver Spoon highly recommend
1: it's by the same creator of Full Metal Alchemist, right? Yes. Yeah, uh,
3: mm.
2: yeah she, uh, I think, grew up mm. on a farm, so was, a lot of it's like pulled from personal experience and stuff, so mm. if oh, you yeah. like Full Metal Alchemist and thought, you know what, I want to see similar character designs but in an agricultural farm, <laughs> like, f- for the most part the character designs are different, but like, you can tell some characters where it's like, that's just short Kimley. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or like, this is the guy who's friends with Maria, Maria Ross that I don't remember his name of because he didn't get my screen time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, the stuff I've been watching, I, I got the itch to start in on JoJo's all over again. Um, oh, it, yeah, it, yeah. it arrived on Netflix and I started watching it there for a second, but then I remembered it also arrived on Funimation. So I'm trying watching it with the dub, which has been interesting. <laughs> Lots of uh, fake British accents. I mainly chose Funimation because Netflix doesn't like to let you watch the credits. It just kicks into the next thing. And, I mean, half the reason you're there is for Roundabout. (laughs) you got to hear some classic yes and weird, like, Aztec etchings. And that's what I'm there for. And so I just kicked on over. But I'm just about finished the first arc all over again. But then I've still been watching Dynazenon. If you're not watching SSSS Dynazenon, it's been... Pretty cool, that, that's the sequel series, sort of. It's in the same universe as Gridman. So if you're a fan of that, this is definitely something worth checking out. Uh, it's interesting watching the story develop because it's, like like in the previous series, there's not a lot of background music until the action starts happening, and there's a lot of in-depth studying about the characters. Uh, like the, the two leads, the, the sort of one they're setting up as a couple, Yui and Yamogi, they have a tense standoff at the beginning, but as it develops, it follows uh, Yue as she tries to look into the uh, situation surrounding her sister's death. And there's some stuff like to flashback to Wonder Egg Priority, a little bit of sort of maybe she committed suicide and what caused it. And so that's been pretty interesting. And then there's the whole scenario. One of the other leads, Koyomi, he is a Hikikomori type. He just sits at home with his sister, and when he finds a woman that he crushed on and finds out she's married after they're reconnecting, he ends up going through some personal struggles in there, too, that are interesting to watch unfold, but at the same time, also, they're piloting these giant robots against really weird kaiju, and there's a whole group of other teams teams called the Kaiju Eugenicists who are trying to control the kaiju to kill everybody, and nobody really knows why. But at the same time, you know, one of them goes to their high school. And it's weird to see them, like, the the antagonists and the protagonists just sort of meet each other on the street and accept each other's existence. And sort of had some, like, snippy conversation, but otherwise not, like, fist fighting or anything. And then monsters show up and it gets crazy. But also it's starting to fold in with stuff from Gridman now. They finally have introduced some characters from there that are sort of bringing it together that I think is really interesting. I'm excited to see where that leads because I think things are finally start to pick up to explain what's causing all the threats and what the imminent threat overall could be. And so it's, it's studio trigger, so you know it's going to be real pretty, lots of bright colors. It's a lot of fun, and I've really enjoyed it a lot so far. It's, it's my standout show, but I'm a giant robot guy, so that's to be expected.
0: Yeah, I've been uh, s- seeing it show up on Twitter occasionally, mm. and a lot of it is, like, showing, like, the visual parallels between the, between the anime and the, actually, the original Dinah Zenon yeah. uh, live-action TV show. Uh-huh. Like, they take some, like, it's almost like a shot-for-shot shot remake of some, like, se- specific, specific moments from the show. when like, Yeah both shows
3: yeah in case you folks didn't know like originally uh, the original Gridman was a uh, a sentai style show where it was live action fighting uh, came over to the United States in the 90s as the superhuman samurai cyber squad <laughs> so and that's why it's SSSS Gridman that's what that sort of references but uh, yeah there's it's it's got some old school kaiju feel but a lot of emotional depth too and so it's really interesting
2: That is such a peak 90s title. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the 90s in their most 90s form. It it was
3: around the big bad Beetleborgs era, too, so. (laughs) Who could forget Beetleborgs?
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, you don't know Beetleborgs. Oh, man.
0: So, for
2: context, I'm a goldfish. I'm pretty sure my earliest memory is from when I was, like, eight. So, like, (gasps) I don't know. I don't know.
1: I remember them. Imagine
3: and... Power Rangers with sort of, like, movie monster buddies. Like, there was definitely a Frankenstein and a Dracula that sort of gave them orders.
1: Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, it was it, weird. It was real weird. <laughs>
2: like, I watched a lot of, you know, the 90s, early 2000s, like, anime and stuff they had in like in, like, the Saturday morning cartoon blocks or whatever. But when it came to the live action stuff, it just did not appeal to me. <laughs> well, I think
3: it's just because they borrowed a lot from the Power Rangers template of let's spend as little money as possible to get this in front of American kids' eyes and still make sense. And so it was just like, we hire basic actors, pay them scale to dress up in spandex and fight and just do the silliest story around it. Because <laughs> it's interesting, I've, at, during the early days of the pandemic, I watched a lot of Pluto TV, which is a free streaming service. And one of the channels they have there, it's from Shout Factory, it's called Tokusatsu. <laughs> and it's just all, like, these old tokusatsu shows. Like, the original, like, Kamen Rider, and the basis, like, the, the, the Sentai shows that went on to create Power Rangers. And it's a much more serious storyline over there, because it's, it's, it's actually got some drama to it. And it's not just like, oh, here's Bulk and Skull... <laughs> spilling this macaroni salad all over the Angel Grove High School cafeteria oh, what right. are we going to do so it's really interesting to see like it be so serious and then when they come in over here it's like let's just like have everybody fall down
2: yeah. <laughs> um, I think it didn't help that uh, I was very picky slash superficial with the stuff that I watched. Like I wouldn't watch a cartoon if I didn't like the art style. And oh, I, yeah. I just saw like the Power Rangers stuff. I'm like, this this looks really bad.
3: Yeah, it was well, like I, it was more of like I wouldn't even say if it was a guilty pleasure because I was like in my teens when that stuff hit, and it was more just like, well I can see some cool robots doing strange fights. And I'll just go do something else while they're actually telling the story.
1: Get the plot out of here. Yeah, Yeah, I had an older brother that was really obsessed with Power Rangers, so that's where I got that side of, you know.
2: I had an older sister, so we were very out of their target demographic. Are you watching
1: anything?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been mostly going to do my movie backlog, Mm -hmm. so... (laughs) <laughs> we just we've been talking about all these like these super fun like and silly shows, but I just finished watching In This Corner of the World, the World Movie. Uh, it's a historical film about a young Japanese woman who lives during World War II, and about her life near a major Japanese naval port.
2: Oh, okay. I've seen the cover of it, and I never knew what it was about, but I thought. It looked pretty <laughs> yeah it
0: is pretty it is super pretty it's got a nice art style to it the voice acting is great I really enjoyed the characters you really cared for each and every one of them and uh, the main character Suzu is an artist herself she, like, she likes to paint and that actually influences how the film depicts war as well
3: interesting ah,
0: yeah so it never gets like super graphic with any of its violence but like you really only have to see is the after effects yeah to, to, to have for it to have an emotional impact.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice.
0: I, I need to watch that. Where
2: did it, uh, do you have the physical copy or was he- uh, I was
0: able to find it on uh, Netflix. Oh on, okay. I'll yeah. probably end up picking it
1: up on on a sale when it when it gets on Good when call. eventually it gets discounted. <laughs> I actually just remembered a film that I watched. It's called Metropolis. Have you guys? Oh yeah. Oh. Watched it. Yeah, I have never heard of it, and my. A uh, friend was highly recommending it and actually forced me to watch it. Um, it it was very weird to me, mm-hmm. but the animation caught my eye. So it's pretty much like a future society, um, and there's uh, robots and humans that kind of like coexist. They have different layers to the society where robots can't enter like layer two or layer three mm-hmm. without like certain access. And if they are, then they have these, like, human, uh, like, police officers or, like, some kind of, like, uh, association that would just, like, go in and just shoot up these robots that, like, went to areas that they were not permitted. And it kind of, like, goes on about how uh, this uh, weird tycoon is just, like, really into, like, building, like, high skyscrapers. He was trying to, like, build a what was it called, like a Byzantine, or... The Ziggurat, The Ziggurat, that's yep. what it's called. Byzantine is the culture that... <laughs> yeah. Anyways. And he was also like trying to have his daughter like be recreated as a robot to control the Ziggurat. Very trippy. Uh, I kept getting like, Astro Boy vibes throughout the entire film, and I could not shake them. <laughs> um... Well, you know, it's because it's based
0: on a manga that was written by Osamu Tezuka. Yep. Whoa!
3: Whoa. And, and Rin, Rintaro, the director of the movie, actually worked on the 1963 Astro Boy series as well. Uh,
1: this is making all, like, so much sense to me now. Because <laughs> I sense. just kept, like, thinking in the back of my mind this just is like Astro Boy. This is just like Astro Boy and but i will say the visuals are pretty cool you could tell like they put a lot of detail on like certain scenes and then not a lot of detail in other scenes i didn't fully love the ending though so there was that <laughs> but overall like i did enjoy the film it did catch my eye keep my attention throughout and all that
2: yeah, I've never heard of it before.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really cool one. It's from 2001. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's from Studio Madhouse. Oh, okay. And
3: uh, it's it's inspired both by the Tezuka manga and um, the original, like, 1927 German sci-fi film, Metropolis, mm-hmm. okay. which was, like, the first sci-fi film a lot of people consider it. Oh. And it also had to deal with, like, robots and their place in society. Cool. It's It's a really interesting one. It's been a way long time since
1: I've seen it, but it's cool. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: Feels like, it's very out of my comfort zone for, for
1: anything. <laughs> I mean, it was out of mine, but, you know, I still enjoyed it. I typically just
2: stay in my little comfy, cozy slice-of-life bubble with, like, a hint of drama here and there. <laughs> like, I, I watched Wandering Sun before I got pulled from Crunchyroll, and hopefully it shows up in a physical form somewhere, because, like, I I, I want to buy it, because, like, I don't know, I think the show, or the show and the overall premise is really important. And, like, it was done really well. Uh, yeah, I guess um, if you don't know what Wandering Sun is, it's, like, Slice of life kind of drama between uh, a middle school, a uh, trans boy and trans girl, huh? And it's uh, just kind of talk about like their day to day lives, like getting through like you know figuring out identities and stuff, and you know puberty's right up around the corner. So that's an additional uh, kind of like seeing things like before start before they start to change. And like it's, I think it's from like 2010 or something. So it's fairly, I don't want to say old, but like mm. it's. So fairly tastefully considering like the time frame. I feel like uh, gender and stuff is often kind of like portrayed as a joke a lot of times. Like I <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I just um re Princess Jellyfish too and I feel like the, the cross dressing element's a little bit different than mm-hmm. like actually talking about like trans identities mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah. like, it's really good. And then also uh Nah, I'm not going to. I watch a lot of anime. <laughs> I have a lot of free time on the weekends. <laughs> I tend to watch, like, short shows, so, like, I'm probably never going to watch My Hero just because it's really long. I'm never going to watch One Piece. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not,
0: I'm not watching One Piece. I am reading One Piece. I don't okay. think I could watch One Piece. I don't
2: think I could read it either. <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah, I, I like gravitating more towards, like, shorter shows slash movies, so yeah. I feel like it also kind of helps me, like, I don't know, get more familiar with the industry quicker since, like, when I started working here, I had about a ten-year gap where I wasn't watching anything.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, without further ado, <laughs> let's talk about anime male nipples. Oh boy. Yay or nay? A calm debate. Ban the board. nipple. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> male nipples. Should we have them or should we not in anime? <laughs> let's let's be, let's uh, try and fill a little bit of background as yeah, to concepts, why we're please. why we have a we're even talking We're not this. just
0: creeps. <laughs> so earlier in the past
2: in the before time <laughs> in the before
1: times.
0: earlier this week there was a discussion among a lot of Japanese uh, anime, anime creatives over whether they include male nipples in their anime or not and it became a bit of a tongue in cheek semi-serious discussion about it on, on uh, Japanese Twitter and luckily AnN was able to be able to know those tweets and put them together into a nice little article and it got us in the office thinking like it's um, one of cuz you know you don't really think about it until something like this comes along mm-hmm. and kind of jogs your brain it's like hmm when was the last time i saw an anime with male nipples on it in it <laughs> it's not many it's not many so we decided that we would have a little discussion or a little debate as to whether it should be included More often.
3: (laughs) I I like how you're setting this up like we should have done research. Like we're going full Lincoln-Douglas here.
2: (laughs) Exhibit A. (laughs) We need charts. Will,
3: put your shirt back on.
0: (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) This is a podcast. People can't see that I actually have a shirt on
1: now.
2: <laughs> Will's actually putting on more shirts. He's up to he's up to five. He can't
1: be stopped.
3: I'm sweating right now. He right just loved that one episode of Friends.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of like shows that actually had like male nipples, and I'm like blanking on all of them. Like, I can't even think of one.
2: I can think of too but that's only uh uh, so there's a anime youtuber i watch who uh sometimes when he talks about shows uh will talk about this point and how he is annoyed that uh most men in anime don't have nipples and it kind of depends on the genre and stuff if you see them uh more I guess sometimes they're more likely to be drawn than others, but like I don't know, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Run with the Wind are the two that pop into my head, and only because he pointed them
1: out in that video. <laughs> Wait, so they showed nipples? Yeah, then? they included them. So like, what's Armstrong then?
2: Oh no, there's a scene where like Roy Mustang has like his like he's been like attacked or whatever, and he's like yeah, he's holding his side. Yeah, that one.
1: There's I a, think I remember that scene. There's, there's one
2: there. It's not, it's not super like detailed, but I mean, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> no. I would be more concerned if it was. <laughs> it super was burned ser- off. Super serious action scene, like hyper-realistic. like <laughs> Renaissance painting
1: of a single peck. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think they even showed it in an Attack on Titan than Nipples. Wow.
2: Most From what it seems like, since you watch a lot of shounen shows, you probably don't see them a whole lot.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Wow. Wow. No. I, feel, I feel like I've, I've missed out on this. <laughs> 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 wow, I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, there is one that I have seen male nipples on. Cool. Girl, look on. Oh, Oh. communist! Yeah. Yes. Shirtless all the time. Yes, and he was one of my favorites in that show. So, wow. My eyes just did not go down there, I guess. (laughs) I was too focused on the sunglasses that were so awful. sunglasses up here. (laughs) My eyes were focused up above his head, I guess. Wow. All right. I think Luffy has nipples, too. I think <laughs> Schrodinger's nipples <laughs> Yes There's no nipple No, no male nipples and bleach either I told you it sounded Wow Oh my gosh <laughs> I'm just researching all of these Well I didn't want to do it on my computer So I'm doing it on my phone <laughs> Incognito mode Yes, just
2: uh, get uh, some Black red flags so from your search history Wow you know, he's gonna go into all of his different manga and just
1: like draw them in with pencil oh. <laughs> so attack on titan doesn't have them uh bleach there's one scene that i saw where ichigo is like chilling in a hot spring with yorichi because he's learning his bankai and he does not have nipples either black clover is always shedding his shirt and like he, he doesn't have nipples.
2: I, he ripped his shirt too much. They just kind of chafed off.
1: They they just ripped off with it. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Didn't know that was an explanation.
2: I mean, the show's about what wizards, right? They just magic them yeah. off, like
1: magic them away. <laughs> he doesn't have magic. I don't know the show. That's the whole point. He he's a boy with no magic and no nipples. <laughs> and no nipples. A true
0: tragedy. Just lost out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you what's, cry every time. What's the, what's the Harry Potter spell for... <laughs> <laughs> Expelliarmus <expelliama's> nipples?
1: <laughs> Axio-aerial.
2: <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, that's good. I was trying to think, like, expel, Expelliarmus? <laughs> uh, I mean, just in general, I feel like there's, like, Maybe some like animators and mangaka and of stuff should like audit a anatomy class, cause like, <laughs> you, cause like even when like looking through the warehouse, I'll see like super fan servicey shows or adult titles, and I'm, like, you don't know how boobs work.
3: Right? Oh but, man, seeing some of these things in the warehouse, like, <laughs> it makes your head hurt, and
1: if you're a woman, your back hurts. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> um. Another series I haven't seen, but I know someone in our like office is really obsessed with it, and now I'm gonna like creep on her cubicle. Free. Free. Yep. <laughs> no. One, what? What? K- K- I'm K- so confused.
2: Joanney mm-hmm. K- doesn't know about them yet. They haven't learned. Oh. I don't think like any Joanney K- <laughs> shows include them.
1: I'm curious if she has noticed it or are we gonna like shatter a wall for her we need to ask <laughs> oh man oh man now now you've given me
3: good prank material <laughs> yeah. like when she goes on vacation for a week we're just gonna get some paper and we're gonna just gonna like blue tack some nipples on all of her art
2: okay that would be good that's like a step up from the live for your dive hard <laughs> that <Right? was>
1: <laughs> I like this uh, <laughs> what else do we have like what what? why not include the nipples <laughs> why aren't they there <laughs> why are they not there maybe it's just to
3: save time on drawing like i mean yeah. animation is expensive and to spend the time to draw those extra circles in there it 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 takes time
0: and money weirdly enough but, okay. there's a nice example from the ann article that mm-hmm. it kind of illustrates this so fist and the north star yeah. is another anime that is nippleless <laughs> and according to the article the protagonist has seven scars on his chest so in order to prevent him from accidentally being drawn with nine scars it was necessary to and i quote proactively turn it into a nippleless anime <laughs> I,
1: i'm confused why would they need why would they add two more scars
0: because they people might confuse the nipples yeah. or they it, like, for so, scars? so
3: to explain it what, like the reason he's Part of the reason he's called that. He has like the big Dipper constellation in like bullet wound like scars across his pecs. Okay. And to put two more dots down there would be super awkward. Cause then you're like, why does the dipper have legs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's got places to go.
3: Yeah. I like that I pointed to my own chest when explaining all of that. <laughs> now I feel real awkward. Uh, it, it, it really it's, it's just gonna be really exposing me
1: today. <laughs> it really helped visualize it for me, yeah. so thank you. <laughs> I told with my hands, I can't help uh, wow, okay. So it it would it might confuse some characters, like if they have stuff on their chest. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of Golden uh, Kamui, where they have the tattoos all over their, Mm -hmm. like, bodies. And maybe that would get, like, weird, because I don't know how tattoos really work over nipples. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 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 (laughs) painfully. A lot of receptors down there. Yeah. So, okay, interesting. Mm.
2: Like, I kind of get the argument, but at the same time, like... If an animator will choose to not include two ovals on a male character but do like 15 minutes of jiggle physics, like what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> True. True.
3: But sometimes you see the women without the nipples, too, and that's really weird. Or,
2: yeah, it's like or like they'll have like the tiniest like fabric to like, yeah, so yeah. this like single feet or, or, th- or <laughs> of fog,
3: like a little of yeah. fog just floating right in front of a
2: Like this single thread chest. is not going to cover everything that you need. You just you yep.
3: But we don't draw it in. It's covered. <laughs> Please give us a PG-13 rating, TV-14. However, <laughs> you should choose. Gosh.
1: Honestly, I think I'm for like having male nipples just because I didn't even notice the ones that did have it in there, and the ones that didn't until this issue was brought to my eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, you,
2: you witnessed his uh, awakening live <laughs> in this podcast in
1: real time. Yeah. But yeah, live reaction, wow. (laughs) I'm for it. The official devil is pro nipple. <laughs> pro nipple. Yes. I didn't have an
0: opinion, opinion before this podcast recording, but now I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag free the nipples.
2: That's yes. on our pros. Our pros list of why.
3: <laughs> am I just a coward if my if I want to just take the stance of let the artist choose what they want? <laughs> like it may add to some scenes and it may detract from others. i I'm cool with whatever they think is best for the situation.
2: But I feel like if you normalize it, then you will forget about it eventually.
3: Yeah, but that's the thing—he forgot about it.
2: He also didn't have any to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> he Wait, I
3: didn't he... have any. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Not like
2: that. He magicked them away. <laughs> no, but uh, when you were talking about like you didn't realize they weren't there because like everything you had seen just didn't have them to begin with, so like it wasn't in your mind to begin with. But like having this constant back and forth might make it a little more noticeable
1: potentially. Oh, I I will say because I I was like going in neutral. I am leaning more. Now, since it's, like, there in my mind, I'm going to notice it. <laughs> Nipples like, on the brain. It's, yeah, you've ruined us. Yes, it, it's ruined. Like, the wall is shattered. I need them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, my yes. only point on here on my list was just direct quote, y'all have them IRL. Why, not? Why leave them out in anime? <laughs> 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 like, we don't just... have to have it, you know, all anime be direct reflection of life, but, like, would mm. that be for like if someone's like eight and a half feet tall with like purple skin, like I don't know, like that's where the fantasy stuff from. I don't know. I
1: mean, Disney has nipples.
2: If Disney can do it, so can <laughs> it. <in. laughs>
1: Wait, Disney have nipples? Do not watch Tarzan. <laughs> you never seen this? This is true. Oh wow, Hercules. Hercules, yes. He have like a, a? Do they have nipples in JoJo's? Do they have nipples in JoJo? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did I stutter?
1: Because <laughs> that is like the what the main anime that I think of with males. There's some shirtless dudes. That Are you shirtless? We, we
3: just added figures of the Pillar Men about a week or two ago. Uh,
2: Santana didn't. I don't think.
1: Nope, they don't. They don't. Nope. They do not at all. Yep.
2: Because I remember. Yep. Uh, I think like some of our i don't know if it was like ads on facebook or product placement or something that got rejected because we had the um the golden wind part two blu-ray set and they uh, flagged it for sexual content because it looks like a shirtless lady but like the person is a dude
0: yeah
3: <laughs> when there's one or two co-workers that were being driven crazy by that cover <laughs>
1: good or bad
0: like bad
3: like he didn't ever want to see that character at all on the site
1: oh i gotta know <laughs> was
2: it was it like because it's a, like they don't like the character design or i think like so exploring? yeah
3: they, i think they thought it looked creepy
2: i mean he is kind of creepy but yeah. like he's the point that's the point
3: yep exactly the tiller man figure definitely does not happen this. yeah i
2: did
3: yeah. not expect us to get a lot of conversation out of this topic <laughs> but man yeah he's not
1: expecting that
2: either we couldn't work <laughs> like I was trying to get people to talk about like what they're watching to the pad the runtime, but here we go talking about. Oh, we did great did on you...
1: that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess like, have we made like a good enough case for both for and against it? I don't think we're really arguing against.
3: <laughs> I think <I keep laughs> we're arguing. I'm cool with whatever.
2: And then we're on like the the team free the nipple boat.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm team free the nipple if you want. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we should free the nipples. <laughs> all right, so we have three free the nipples.
1: Just and all. one, free the nipples if you want to. I'm
2: imagining them, like, in a cage. <laughs> and you just send them yeah. out into the farm. Like, Swimming <laughs>
1: together in twos like, birds.
0: Free-range nipples.
2: See, see I was thinking, like, farmland pastures. Like, <laughs> go be
0: free. Growlick <laughs> in a meadow. <laughs>
2: Silver spoons on the boat. Okay, Quentin, give us order.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, well, wow. that was quite the debate we
1: just had. It was, it was something.
2: What's going on? For
1: sure. I did not foresee this happening.
2: <laughs> one cannot unsee what he has seen.
0: I really cannot. And so now that we've got it's... that nipped in the bud, Chris, could you talk <laughs> about some of the sales we've been we're going to be having over the weekend?
3: Why did you have to mention Nip's going to the first sale, Will? <laughs> right. Uh, right
0: now we've got our
3: fan service weekly <laughs> specials.
2: That's why he had to do it.
3: Yeah. So uh, that's going through Saturday. So if, if you like looking at the ladies, we got plenty of options there for you. Is there... I, there might be a few guys in there, too. I do not recall.
2: Equal opportunity objectification. Damn right. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Let's make it fair for everybody. But uh, this weekend, we've also got a a figure weekend sale kicking off today as this podcast goes up on Friday. So we got a lot of cool action figures up for grabs. And also, we're kicking off our Memorial Day weekend sale. Uh, This one goes all the way through Monday. Usually our sales end on Sundays on the weekend. But this one, since you've got the holiday, we're throwing an extra day in there for you to take advantage of some great deals on new stuff. And then next, this coming Sunday, We're kicking off our Nozomi, Sunrise, 5.11 Arts Weekly Specials. Uh, A lot of great stuff to feature there. All our Gundam series. uh, A lot of our cool titles that we've released, like Aria and uh, Emma. So yeah, if there's something from our own house that you would like to check out, give that a go.
1: The only thing that I keep thinking about is whether or not some of our figures that are not adult-related have nipples. I can't. It's stuck on my mind. I hope you're happy with what you've done. You've broken
3: Devlin.
2: <laughs> Thanks, anime industry. It's.
3: A, is this just like every episode? I feel like is just turned into just deep depth. Like, reaches into Devlin's psyche. Like last week it was just murdering right. Pokemon. This week it's nothing but nipples. <laughs> we're, we're building getting, a monster. We're, <laughs>
2: we're getting like the full. Acid of like all of Devlin's brain.
0: Yeah. Like, well, or. that's it. That'll be it for the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed another episode. It was something else. It was something.
1: It was something for sure. Hopefully Quinn does not, you know, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that too.
2: I mean, we could just tell her we spent like forty minutes talking about. This is
0: what <laughs> happens when you're not around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hope to see you in another couple weeks. Until then, (laughs) bye-bye. See ya. We'll again soon.
1: (laughs) All participants
3: are wearing masks and practicing social distancing during this recording. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Write Stuff anime. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions or comments to rspodcast at and we might just answer them in a future episode. That's rspodcast at